0: Hello, no True Believers. Just a reminder that if you enjoy what we're doing here at Cinema Excelsior, you can pledge to support us at patreon.com slash stoutbot. That's patreon.com slash s-t-o-u-t-b-o-t. Enjoy!
1: Did Did they address this in the first movie? Where does the extra mass come from?
2: Gamma. Moving uh, in. Best, a... Best. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Bester, did you just say Digimon? Yeah. No, it's Gamma. Oh. <laughs> okay. Gamma. <All> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gamma. What was I thinking? Anyway. This yeah, is, I mean, uh, this is be, Cinema Excelsior. It could be, like, you know, one of those, like, last uh, last things in the Digimon evolution line where they, like, evolve <laughs> temporarily in, like, a, in a serious situation Digimon. and then go back. <laughs> oh my God. No, was no, I, I the only one that watched Digimon? I it? I, take yeah, that like, back
1: uh, I know one thing about Digimon. They are digital monsters. <laughs>
2: Digimon, digital monsters, (laughs) that's what it stands for. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon of the future. Let me know when we're ready It was a very catchy song. It was literally that for like 10 10 minutes. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: So this is Cinema Excelsior. So we started last time with Pokemon, and this time we start with Digimon. Yep. Oh, Alright, uh, our roundtable tonight, uh, from digital left to digital right, uh, we're going to start digital, off with Mr. Danny Watson-Jones. Hello. Hello. Uh, Dudes, tonight we'll be playing the part of Flux. Uh, Flux is a Hulk enemy who is uh, powered by gamma radiation. Imagine that. <laughs>
4: Lego Hulk yeah. And Hulk friends. Yeah.
0: To, uh, to, I'm, I'm going to go by uh, login, not by actual picture. To uh, Dude's right is Lillian Ritter. Say hi, Lillian.
3: Hello. Uh,
0: Lillian tonight will be playing the part of the Ogress, uh, who is a Hulk villain powered by gamma radiation.
2: <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs>
0: I'm sensing a theme already. Uh, to Lillian's right is Nick Bester.
2: Good gamma to everyone. Say hi, Nick.
0: <laughs> Nick will be playing the part of Max Hammer, who is a... Uh, <laughs> and underlord Kingpin, who is uh, also a Hulk villain powered by gamma radiation,
4: is wait—is he related to Justin? Are they like cousins? I think lovers,
2: I think, I think he is,
0: and his uh, his alias is Max Stryker.
2: Cause Hammer doesn't Hammer. sound made up enough. No,
1: well, it's no, like, <laughs> it's like in Rocky V when uh.
4: He also hates mutants though. It's like a recreation. Tommy
1: Gunn becomes uh Tommy the machine gun because Tommy Gunn wasn't a good enough name. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, right? I don't know. Could could we violence this up a little? Uh, to uh, to Nick's right is Patrick Regan. Say hi, Patrick. I don't
2: understand hi, Patrick. how we exist in space right now. There he goes. Uh,
0: Patrick is playing the part of Ravage, who is a, uh, professor of Bruce Banners, who, uh, stole Hulk's DNA and became a Hulk villain powered by gamma radiation.
2: I choose to believe that you mean that he oh, is a professor who studies Bruce Banners. <laughs> He's a Bruce Banner professor. Yeah.
0: He wrote his PhD in Bruce Banners. <laughs> and, uh, I am Stephen Clayton, A minor in David Banners. Exactly, a minor, uh, oh god. Uh, I'm Stephen Claypool, and I'm going to be playing the part of Captain Barracuda, who is a Hulk villain, who is a pirate,
2: <laughs> a gamma power <laughs> pirate, or just a pirate.
0: No, it's just just a pirate, <laughs>
2: just a pirate. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's I don't got like be uh, at a
4: disadvantage here, Stephen. No, he's
0: got a high tech super ship. How out. could I be at a disadvantage? Nope, no. <laughs> he's just you know pillaging. Sailing around the world, fighting your your Namors,
5: your subs, Mariner. <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: Can you imagine if we ever actually have to do a Submariner review? Universal God. still owns oh, the rights. Oh God. <laughs> Wings on the ankles.
2: Yeah, Namor. <laughs> Namor. Does, oh, does sorry, Universal uh, also have the rights to the original Human Torch? You mean the flaming robots? They actually is might.
0: The burning robot? Yeah, the robot. The, yeah, the robot. burning robot. Yeah, the yeah. robot, yeah. The
1: robot.
5: We can talk about that with Captain America, where he actually shows up. <laughs>
0: he is in Captain America. That is true. He is? Uh, hold on a second. My computer's crapping. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't remember that at all.
2: All right, I'll take your word for it.
1: <laughs> so this movie was a movie. Okay, no now it's
2: it was a movie. I can yeah, confirm so that. Yeah,
1: so we're
0: talking. We're talking about the Incredible Hulk. Everyone say hi Hulk. hi, Hulk.
2: Hi, Hulk. Hi. Hi, Hulk. Hulk, hi.
1: <laughs> do you guys
2: know who did the yeah, voice of the Incredible in Hulk in this movie? Lou Ferrigno. Uh, someone who always does Lou Yeah.
1: Always and forever. Jim Belushi. Luke for Rigno. Did he do it in yeah. uh, the so, Avengers? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize that.
5: He did, yeah. Well, I think he, he did. did. He's the sound effects in the Avengers, and then his one line is Lou Ferrigno and Mark Ruffalo's voices blended. Oh, oh,
4: for puny, for um, puny,
5: puny god, god. Yeah. beauty god. Oh, <laughs> <Cute. All right. laughs> okay. Hold
0: on a second here. What's this Hulk thing? Okay. Oh. So, this film, uh, Edward Norton, Liv Tyler, William Hurt, Tim Roth, Tim Blake Nelson, Modern Family star Ty Burrell, and directed by, here's where I butcher some French, Louis Letelier. Wow. Yeah. So
2: that's pretty <laughs> spot on.
0: Of the yeah. Transporter series. Oh, 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 okay. yeah.
2: Tra- uh, the
0: Transporter, Clash of the Titan, uh, the Magician Yes.
1: Clash of the Titan.
0: Film, yeah. Clash of the Titan. <laughs> 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 Uh, yes. So I, I guess the the place to start off with this is is this film a sequel, a reboot, a seek boot? What is this film? A requel? <laughs> a sequel. <laughs> um, no. We, 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 question, we yeah we have watched an, the movie. We have watched uh, the Ang Lee Hulk already. Um exactly. the Interminable Hulk. And now we have moved on to the Incredible Hulk. The Mind Leaping Hulk. And, yeah. Mind uh, and your, your thoughts. Where, where does this fall in the sequel reboot spectrum?
4: Well, they retcon why Bruce is the way he is pretty severely.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Would be the first thing that confused the hell out of me. Because I did not remember that that was the case. Mm-hmm. But... It's that whole thing where he's, you know, he's working on the super soldier serum, and he tested on himself, like Kurt Connor style, for no reason.
5: <laughs> no, no, no attempts on like lab rats or monkeys. No, no, which no. is too bad. We could have gotten Hulk Mouse, Hulk Mighty Mouse, Mouse. Who's like, he's like the yeah. portion who, strength who of like a super What's the rights to Mighty Mouse? I want to see a Mighty Mouse movie. Is there really a Hulk <laughs> Mouse? Is this a I'm real thing? No, we made it up when we were born yesterday
4: Yeah, we were just like, because it just annoys me That he did, doesn't do any, like, organic trials It's like
2: Well, do we know for a fact just, that, was that everything okay I mean, it was like the. I feel like they, I feel like they leave a lot <laughs> of it Blank, uh, vague, so I just kind of Assume that, you know, we saw some organic trials In the first movie
4: So, probably So, so it was fine, and it was just like They'd done
2: it on some cell cultures and then he This, went, he, this he thing went not react well well on humans. Uh, Human testing, that's how science works He's a very good scientist as evidenced by exactly. all those other movies
4: well and it's it's just weird because it's such a clear departure from the themes that they're kind of trying to explore in Angley's Hulk um, in terms of the idea of you know sacrifice and and you know your own history and fighting your own history but in this case it's like Bruce, you know, had a lot of hubris and thought that this would work, and it didn't. And now he's got anger issues because of it.
0: Yeah, he his greatest Apparently. flaw is not his temper, it's his impatience. Like, he, he... Yes. I guess it's good that they glossed over this largely in the credits, because it's a lot harder to be sympathetic for him out of the gate when, like he got himself into this for no real reason by just saying, ah, fuck it, I think it's good enough now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's not like, ah, like, oh, shit, we're talking about the this the way. A bit. And, you
5: know, which I believe exactly. is, that's so the we're origin of the, the, the comics, right? right? He's like, he's yeah. pushing someone out exactly. of the yeah. way of the Gamma It's game very important. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very important that he is born because he pushes Rick Jones out of the way. Yeah, Like, it's a selfless act mm-hmm. that creates the Hulk. But here, he's... Like I, who let him do that? Thunderbolt, apparently. Ross. Betty. Appar- yeah, Ross was, was in, in, the, in, the room, in the room. In the room.
4: <laughs> Hydra let him. Well, wow.
5: Ross was there. <laughs> Herr Strucker, this idiot wants to test the whole okay. stuff on himself. Do you want to let him do that? Yeah, sure. So, so if,
0: if we've uh, if we've broached this topic already, uh, Bester, just talk about your Hydra theory.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> Thunderbolt Ross. The
0: fact that you have a cat perched on your shoulder right now makes you look very qualified to talk about
2: Hydra. Yes, yes. There's a cat who is slowly, slowly scaling me. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, so Thunderbolt Ross is desperately trying to get the Hulk uh, for kind of vague reasons. Like, essentially, is like he, you know, has the super. He had the super soldier gamma treatment, and we want to get him back to experiment on him. Uh, and then goes to kind of absurd lengths, like, you know, sending paramilitary forces into Brazil and essentially waging war on a college campus, uh, in ways that don't really make sense. Uh, and while I was watching this movie, and I just recently rewatched uh Captain America Winter Soldier, which we'll get to in like a year or two, um, we <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just, it occurred to me that this all makes a whole lot more sense if, uh, if Ross is a member of HYDRA, because, you know, he's obsessed with the, super, uh, super, su- super soldier serum, mm-hmm. uh, and he's, you know, engaged in a lot of the kind of shit that Project Insight was, uh, intended to bring about. He's, you know, mm-hmm. this horrifying police state where essentially the military can nuke a, uh, a campus because of one guy. Mm-hmm. To be uh, fair, that well, one guy was the Hulk. Yeah, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't have <laughs> Hulked out if they hadn't been there.
5: Uh, they they are there constantly the reason Ross. he hulks out. I uh, I mean, there is a history of Ross making deals with people he should not. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't think it's completely oh, I think that ridiculous. They, they were
1: lay, laying Hydra yeah. groundwork in Iron Man. So yeah, I, I believe but it. but
0: I I'm I'm not sure I buy the Ross in Hydra hypothesis, and I I think that. Yes, his actions in the film come across as perhaps a bit over the top and not entirely justified by anything happening in front of him. I think that the more plausible explanation is that we're actually seeing, like, a victim of editing here. There were about 70 minutes cut out of this film, and most of that was in the beginning of the film. Yeah. Most of that wow. like all of all of that condensed summary you see in the opening credits, that yeah. was the first forty five minutes of the movie.
2: Whoa. Okay. Where heard heard that before. Okay, so then
4: it is a reboot. I right?
2: was imagining you meant that there was like seventy more reboot. minutes in that bottling factory. Yeah, yeah, lots of <laughs> like bottling. It, really, like, it, it becomes really a training film. Life yeah.
1: there in it's, it's, it's actually a biography Can of Stan Lee's character. Can we talk Stan about Lee's how Ross is shotgunning that soda, <laughs>
4: apparently, at the end of the movie? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's green, and I don't know why the thing that he's shotgunning is green.
0: So, so the, the, the end of the... He's drinking or the, on St. Patrick's Day. My, my interpretation was <laughs> that, I mean, in that sort of opening that that you would have seen and that you see in the credits. You see much more about kind of the damage the Hulk does and what he does to Betty and the injuries she incurs. And so I I interpreted it largely as Ross is ostensibly hunting the Hulk uh, for military purposes, but his true obsession with the Hulk is because he blames the Hulk for almost killing his daughter and then subsequently destroying his own relationship with his daughter.
5: Um, Yeah. And I think that's definitely a... Interesting idea I just I think that It's not really well developed Because we see Because so we miss 45 of, minutes of the film Him and his daughter together Yes I well, mean Well and
4: he also is like Remember when he like Steps up to Edward Norton And he's like If you got rid of it I'm gonna bury uh, you In a hole forever And I'm like Wait 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 wait." I thought this was about Betty yeah. Usually Usually in the comics It's about Betty Like I love that metaphor I love that it's about You know It's about how do you get Somebody you care about Away from somebody uh-huh. Who can hurt them yeah. <laughs> and he removes Betty's agency Uh but apparently it's not for that apparently it's because everybody wants Hulk blood all the time
2: yeah I think I think one of the other problems with uh, General Ross is that he's kind of limited by the fact that he is a military figure Mm -hmm. and uh, the movie doesn't really want to make him wholly unsympathetic because he is the military but he is wholly unsympathetic or pretty unsympathetic And I feel like if, you know, obviously you need to seriously rewrite the character, but, like, if this were, like, a billionaire industrialist who was desperate to get back uh, the, like, technology that that, uh, Bruce Banner had uh, stolen from him, you know, being able to, you know, call in these forces and not really care about the consequences I think would make more sense than it does as this, you know ostensibly, you know, trying to
5: protect America, guy, by firing a, a caliper machine
1: gun into a into a civilian apartment building. <laughs>
5: yeah, well, one yeah. thing that we noticed was that Ross did not seem to have any coherent no. Hulk-catching strategy. <laughs> no, his strategy <laughs> uh, is throw me, heads
1: big sonic cannons. <laughs> uh,
0: that's true.
5: <laughs> well, no, that was yeah. the closest they came to actually having a coherent strategy. Was that like you had this thing that could actually you know put the Hulk down? But like supposedly they a stick uh-huh. Roth roll of juice and he gets super fast and strong, but it's not an, anywhere near enough to actually do anything to the Hulk in a meaningful way. Like he's actually shooting at the Hulk and being able to jump around and, and be careful, cool, That's G-bar. not going to help.
1: Pun- so, watch so this for a moment. Yeah. Uh, how would you catch the Hulk?
3: <laughs>
4: I would leave the Hulk the fuck alone because
1: he's
2: not hulking out. <laughs> It's, it's the Fury yeah, it. approach.
4: Well, yeah, like, if you have... I think part of the problem is that as you get into the larger universe, you start to have... Because S.H.I.E.L.D. has right. uh-huh. been mentioned, in, mentioned in, in Iron this. Man. And yeah. then later we discover that there are stealth operatives like Natasha Romanov. There are people who could hopefully, you know, like in later movies, walk up to Bruce Banner and say, Hey, can you chill for a second? And then hopefully trank him. But instead, we send in... Men yeah. with very large guns who are only going to make him angrier, which makes him larger, which makes him more powerful I, I and think more like it's reasonable
1: at this point though, because they don't really understand him. They don't know what he is yet. But that, but you know, these, Rolf are, these are the should mistakes that they're making in the beginning before they learn the things that they'll get to in Age of Ultron and and uh Avengers the First. I one. mean
2: I mean that 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 would make sense if they had like completely wiped the slate clean, but I mean certainly certainly that forty five minutes of screen time that we don't see but it's okay. been condensed down. Huh. It's clear that this it's not like it's not like he, he doesn't know what Bruce is capable of. Well, he has yeah. he has seen the Hulk up close. He probably has, you know, at least a reasonably good idea of the triggering conditions. Uh, for the Let, let's Let's, uh, let's back up for just
0: for just a second because we have not summarized this film or talked we anything not, about not it. Not
2: even a little. Not even a little. <laughs> little. Um, so the Hulk. J- just the Hulk's d- there. Yeah, j- he's being chased. He gets caught. He's not the Hulk anymore. The abomination. He's the Hulk again. There we yeah, go. There's you, the movie.
0: Pretty much now that uh, you forgot that he begins in Brazil. Uh, uh-huh. I mentioned that
2: earlier. Yeah, he, so we have intelligent Portuguese. listeners. They'll be able to piece it together. He begins in Brazil. He's
4: very bad at yeah. looking. Uh, He's very bad at looking, and he leaves blood on a soda. That yeah, Stanley.
2: Stanley.
1: First time that's, this that is, is the first time Stanley's did. character has actually been significant in the plot, isn't it? First time because he, he dies. It's yeah. Yes. That's not true. He was.
0: That's not true. He was Willy Lumpkin. He even had a well, name in the Fantastic
2: Four.
1: <laughs> he was the
0: mailman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think plot. with well, the power of mail. In this one,
1: it's the uh the infected blood that turns him into, or that you know. Uh, that he suffers from yep. that leads them to Brazil in the first place.
2: So, yes. So,
0: Tim Roth is a soldier who uh, is getting older, and the Hulk beats him up. A second. And then he gets injected with.
4: And he decides, he instead of being upset about this, he wants well, to. yeah. Wouldn't, this. wouldn't
1: you, if you were a murdering machine? <laughs> yeah.
2: You want to be a better
1: murdering machine. Yeah. Like
4: Tim Roth yeah. is just
0: normally? <laughs> um,
1: no, it, it's... You, Mr. Green kinda, versus, Mr. Vers- versus Mr. Orange.
0: You kind of flippantly... Did, uh, a,
1: which which Mr. was uh, Tim Roth's character in Reservoir Dogs? Mr. Mr. Orange. Mr. Orange. Oh, okay.
0: You kind of flippantly summarized the film, but that's pretty much it. it it's In terms of plot structure, it unfolds <laughs> unfolds almost exactly as you would expect it. There's very little yeah. in the way of twists and turns. Um, I mean, d- does anybody have the
2: summary prepared?
0: I mean, I I was just going to wing it I mean, and do it right. about our like pre- you just prep did. Prep
2: work on these has gone way way down. Not that no, my no. prep work was ever very high, but <laughs> everyone else, you're really slacking off. <laughs> no, no, yes. I, <laughs> I, I think it's
0: fair. I just was not just inspired because... by this
1: film at all. <laughs> yeah, no. th-
0: there there was in terms of structure. I mean, recite the the basic. Three act structure of any film of this genre, and you've nailed it. Mm Mm-hmm.
5: Well, I mean, one of the things that we kind of noticed is that uh, Zach Penn is credited for the screenplay, but it's pretty well known that Edward Norton did a pretty heavy rewrite. Mm -hmm. And the stuff that we enjoyed the most was the smaller emotional beats Mm -hmm. between the characters. Like
4: I bought, I weirdly against my own judgment bought Betty and Bruce. Oh yeah, Yeah. hardcore.
5: And yeah, no, you've got a good chemistry. When you consider that this was written by an actor, that makes uh-huh. a lot of sense. Like, the smaller emotional moments are great, but the the overall structure is A, wrote, and B, often kind of just sort of confusing, yeah. or just missing beats that they don't even bother to explain. Some of it might be on the cutting yeah. room floor, but some of it also just might be, we don't really care all that yeah. much about it. Yeah.
4: It's like let's get to Harlem. Let let's get to smashing up Harlem. Let's let's do it sooner or
5: later. We got to
2: have a Hulk fight a Hulk. It's got to happen. Yep. You feel like when they
4: and apparently Abomination like knows to antagonize him about Betty for reasons that aren't clear to me
0: exactly. Yeah, it feels like this the writing process on (laughs) this film began with someone going to a whiteboard and writing up the words like Hulk fights Hulk.
1: And then walking away. I yeah. said, All right, you guys figure it out. It was actually the, one of the biggest problems
5: with this film. Well, I imagine. The, uh, I didn't want it to be. That Go they ahead. were looking at the failure of the last film. And I think that was the point Dude was about to make before yeah. I rudely it's interrupted him. So, so, so rude. That, There's um, a time so difference.
1: The, the delay of being across the country really affects uh, our timing. Go on.
5: <laughs> yeah, you're three hours this ahead of
1: them. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm speaking
1: to you from the past but, Oh my god <laughs> He's a ghost <laughs> a ghost what? Anyway, back to what you were saying
5: Yeah, jankies uh, I think they looked at the failure of the last film And knew that they had to have something more like a superhero throwdown That lasted more than 20 seconds And wasn't kind of confusing And didn't
0: feature Nick Nolte
4: <laughs> <laughs> which was their mistake that's
5: which fair. was their mistake which is always a mistake um. so
0: I, I i think that I, again we're, we're kind of jumping around here but i that's okay because this film has no underlying structure to speak of I, I i do agree that kind of the the smaller character moments between bruce and betty work but i also just i like I like the first fifteen minutes of the film, where it's Bruce in Brazil with his dog, Mm -hmm. and like he's having his dog eat his breakfast and say, "Is is this done? Is it good?" And he's watching Sesame Street and uh, the courtship of Eddie's father, learning meditation and (laughs) and
1: kung fu and stuff, or you know,
0: some kind of capoeira jiu jitsu. I I like I like that soft stuff. And then I I largely enjoyed uh, the stuff that Tim Roth was doing. I don't think it was always well established, but I enjoyed it. Um, but when you get outside of that and you fall more back on like the structure of the film as it was written and it's like, ah, here's the first fight with the Hulk and here's the second fight with the Hulk and here's the third fight
2: with the Hulk. It, it becomes,
0: (laughs) it becomes tough (laughs) to pay attention after a while.
2: It really does. I, I think we all, we were all talking about before we started recording or maybe shortly after we started recording, how we all kind of zoned out. Uh, uh, and yeah, this is very easy
1: Yeah, I feel like they really missed an opportunity uh, And obviously they were uh, Probably looking at the first Hulk film uh, Where Ang Lee Seemed to be shying away from doing uh, A What we would now think of as a classic superhero film With, you know, classic action sequences Because the Hulk mm-hmm. does not Work like any other Superhero, because When he's in his super form He is essentially a villain He's an uncontrollable destruction machine so he's both hero and villain and i think that's where he's an interesting character that we would have a much more interesting film if it were more about him fighting himself and less about him you know trying to trying be to abducted by the military again uh just like we saw in you know where the military is kind of the bad guy or the military industrial complex is the villain and we'll see again in ant-man and probably others uh, uh and I, I feel like they Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man 2, yeah. They missed yeah. the chance To do a A more Internal film where the action Sequences just come from the Hulk going crazy And not from him fighting a specific Dude uh, But obviously Ang Lee's wasn't as Successful yeah. as they you know
2: Yeah after after Ang Lee's I can I'm not at all surprised that they wouldn't do You know a more internal movie Yeah it's still disappointing
0: here's a question we, we've seen kind of on in film we've seen three versions of hulk now and the one that has worked best as a character has been mark ruffalo and the avengers films um uh-huh. and one of the things that he's got going for him there is he's in an ensemble piece and so a lot mm-hmm. of the things that he has to deal with kind of the the fact that he is both hero and villain and that. We as an audience really want to see the Hulk, but we are told constantly that, no, the Hulk is bad. We don't need to see the Hulk. We want him to stay inside. You can kind of get around that when you have other interesting characters to focus on in an ensemble Mm -hmm. film. I wonder if it's – is it feasible to make like a two-hour just Hulk film with that's the core constraint on the character?
4: well, I think what what's funny about what, what Duge pointed out about, like, this is, you know, this is the internal movie is that I think, like, as we were watching it, there's that moment of, uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep yeah. saying Edward Norton instead of Bruce Banner because it just feels like it's yeah, Edward that's Norton fair. making a movie about Edward Norton. Yeah,
2: um, yeah no, this
4: is, is it's a ha- documentary, has that <laughs> It's a documentary, much like Birdman, um, about where Bruce, where Edward Norton slash Bruce is saying, um... I, you know, I wanna get rid of it, Betty. And Betty and Betty has this moment of being like, I don't think that's gonna mm-hmm. work, honey, and she just yeah. quashes it. And it's a small character moment, but I think in some ways it's also trying to ask the dramatic question of the film. But the problem is that it comes mm-hmm. so late in the actual structure of mm-hmm. the movie that
3: yeah.
4: I think it's that problem of being when you're too close to a project and you start uh, you assume that everybody knows what the dramatic mm-hmm. question is. Because the, fir- the opening scenes in Brazil are, like, him trying to le- learn how to control himself mm-hmm. and learn how to control his heartbeat. But...
1: Yeah, at that point...
4: We seem to think that he's just in fear of the Hulk mm-hmm. as opposed to just so, so terrified of it that, that he's trying yeah, to Yeah, I think the
1: specific it. line is, I don't want to control it, I just want to get rid of it. And we have seen him trying to control yeah. it and failing. Uh, and it, it feels like he's just defeated at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. Or you know that he feels defeated by the uh, by the struggle itself.
0: Um, but it doesn't come through although, in the film why that's the moment when he feels defeated, though. Maybe this is no, this no. I mean, we cut can, like we, we don't we don't see him like accidentally step on a baby stroller or something. Yeah,
1: or actually on. hurt Betty. <laughs> I, I would expect oh it to be from him actually hurting Betty. Hurting Betty. And, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't. Or he protects anybody. her. Yeah. Um, huh. Oh, uh, speaking of protecting Betty. Uh, I think this is the the first first film where we've seen uh, Hulk's uh, famous secret lair—a cliff in the Great Smoky Mountains.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I like maybe just because I love to ship things. I I loved that scene. I thought like you know him yelling at the lightning was like so sweet in this weird way. And she's like, no, 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 that's just (laughs) the lightning. It can't hurt me. Your dog going crazy. What are you doing? (laughs) Where's my PhD boyfriend? <laughs> like, what is this?
1: But I, I just love that it. It, it looks like a place that he has staked out ahead of time. That he didn't just take her off into the wilderness and <laughs> find a cliff. You know, he's, he's the, prepared their love nest.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the cave that he hid in the first time he turned into the Hulk. Yeah. He's got fond memories of this cave.
2: This is where he went as a child. As a, big, <laughs> as, as a young Hulk, he would go there and, you know, look at a corpse. <laughs> Learn about life. <laughs> That's the plot of that movie. Yeah. Right?
4: Now I just want the Avengers yeah, to see, stand by, stand by by like, really bad.
5: <laughs> Stephen King's The Avengers. <laughs> Stephen King's The Avengers. <laughs> uh, Isn't that just the Time yeah. Tower?
0: Um, actually, I think uh, the villains in Wolves of the Kala were robotic Doctor Dooms that had
2: dogs. They were. Yeah. Spoiler um, alert. <laughs> uh, yeah. Attacking with uh, explosive golden snitches.
0: Yeah, here's the here's the thing, dude. I could tell you so many spoilers for the Dark Tower, yeah, and none of them would make it's sense just... when you read them.
2: Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> believe that. It's kind of unspoilerable. It's kind yeah. of amazing in yeah.
5: that way. <laughs> but we're not talking about the Dark Tower. We're talking. Yeah, we're ta- telling you everything that happened. Yeah, we're we're, ta-
2: we're
0: talking about the Incredible Hulk, and um,
5: which is only yeah. one small part yes. of the
0: Dark Tower. Exactly. Yeah, the the wheel, the wheel of wheel continues to turn. <laughs> um,
5: oh yeah, as though we could not get any nerdier. Speaking,
0: speaking
4: of being a part of something, though, I think like in in keeping with that question, that like a is smooth it a a reboot? like what is it? <laughs> so smooth, <laughs> um, smooth like Edward Norton's subtle addition of acting moments that are only for him and only shot on him, despite <laughs> of Tyler being Purple in the pants.
3: scene.
4: Purple. Um. <laughs> I see why he was replaced. I really do. Um, It's very clear, speaking of, you know, the most successful version of Bruce is the Avengers, that that the actions of this movie, the actions of, you know, Bruce is going to go out into Canada Um, and learn how to Hulk out. um, We see the end result of that in... In mm-hmm. Avengers, we we see that he is able to at least remain semi cognizant. He can talk about his experiences, mm-hmm. which wasn't where he was when he was you know talking about it mm-hmm. to Betty in the car.
0: I mean, it, it's it's um, it's very clearly. And I think that's it's, part of it,
4: like part of what's it's so,
0: clearly even though they switched out the actor and maybe not all of it carries over, it's clearly the same version of the character. Like the the experiences hold.
4: Yeah, and which includes the super mm-hmm. the super serum issue. Um, and I think what's interesting is it it almost seems like Mark Ruffalo, like, dropped that idea from his portrayal because it didn't really gel with everything else that he was doing. Makes sense. But it, but it, but it worked, but it is still technically continuity. Um, and I feel like that's what Scarlett Johansson has started to have to do as she moves from movie to movie. So it's interesting as this universe gets bigger and bigger, what, what is canon? What is actable canon? Um... Becomes very complicated. Well, you're playing the same character. (laughs) Yeah, you're playing in
0: Scarlett Johansson's case, and we're getting way off the rails, so let's pull it back onto the Incredible Hulk with this. But in Scarlett Johansson's exception, we use that. (laughs) In different films, these same characters are playing different roles. And that requires them to bring something else to the role to fit in the context of the film. Yes. So, Incredible Hulk, you, you said you see why Edward Norton was replaced um, I think one could say there were a lot of reasons that he was replaced. If there is one flaw in his performance, because I don't think it's a bad performance, no, I, think I think he he does, he does decently. Yeah. No, he's a, yeah. He's I, a
3: great I think actor.
0: His, maybe his mistake is he you're playing very heavily on the duality of Banner versus the Hulk, and the Hulk is this massive rage monster. And I think Edward Norton's reaction to that is to underplay Bruce Banner a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe a little bit more than he needed to. It's not quite like Eric Bana, where he was just like stone-faced the entire film. But he could probably have stood to be a, a little more present, a little more forceful at times in the film, because he came across a little were- too a little too
1: soft. There were definitely times when I saw his... Well, it's
4: like they uh, dropped the history of... Like, like one of the things that Ang Lee focuses on really heavily is that idea of past history of domestic domestic uh-huh. violence, the fact that Bruce has always had rage yeah. issues. Um, and that that's why, I think, in theory, Banner is so locked uh-huh. down. <laughs> but you just get the feeling that that, Bru- that this Bruce Banner has it locked down because he's almost constipated. Like, <laughs> there's this, like... The, the scene where he's in the glass bridge and he's about to hulk out. It's just, like, the face that he makes. I'm like, this literally looks like he's about to have a, like... Dude, you... Rage. Dude, you were, oh, were going to say
2: something. We've all been oh. there. Sometimes you just gotta take a rage shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good night, folks. Go, as, go on,
3: dude. As long as you don't have to take Find a rage thoughts, piss or your rage
1: boner. Um... There were definitely times when I saw Edward Norton's character from Fight Club where he's just, like, frantically running around after all the Tyler Durden stuff has come out. And he's just trying to get everyone else to calm down and stop what they're doing uh, because they're, they're being crazy or they're going to trigger some massive event. And mm-hmm. I saw that in this movie, too, where he's like, guys, stop. I'm going to go crazy and kill you. Please don't make me do that. Don't make me get my heart rate up. <laughs> don't yeah. make me get my heart rate up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean... Go ahead, if you have something related, because I have something <laughs> comp- almost entirely unrelated. I, I do. Okay,
0: Patrick, then do
5: Because, well, the thing that makes Marv Pablo's Hulk kind of the most liked Hulk is that he seems to be asking himself, who is Bruce Banner without his relationship to the Hulk? Because I think Bana's and Norton's Banner's are so defined by the relationship by the Hulk that if you take it away, you're really not sure mm-hmm. who's there. Whereas Ruffalo, even when he's not talking about being the Hulk, he sounds mm-hmm. like Bruce Banner. Like, his, he's got a cameo scene at the end of Iron Man 3 that barely references the fact mm-hmm. that he's the Hulk. Yeah. But he very much sounds like the character Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you know, he's kind of gets mad science in in uh, Age
2: of Ultron. And yeah, there's definitely more... There's more, more meat on the bone of his character as Ruffalo than there is. Because, yeah, you just get, like, a stone-faced Australian guy or we, we a constipated we don't Edward see Norton we, otherwise.
4: Yeah, we don't see Edward Norton do much science, do we, in this? I mean, we yeah, he's, we'll he's got, he's got the, that microscope. Uh, he takes his own blood. No,
1: he, he fixes the, he, he, uh, the he, machine he, in the factory at the beginning, which is actually... Yeah. Rela- yeah, I that's know, engineering know. Uh, th- that leads into the point I wanted to make because uh while you guys he were uses talking, that entire flower. I was uh going through my notes and I got to that point where, you know, he fixes the uh he fixes okay. the the on off switch. Yeah. Uh and it made me think about how interesting like that was one of my favorite moments because he's actually doing something useful, he feels good about himself, uh it's rewarding for him. Uh and it, it would be interesting to see a movie that was more that, like Edward Norton trying to solve problems around being the Hulk. Like, and then I started picturing the Hulk being an electrical engineer, but where, where you need an electrical engineer <laughs> where conditions are too harsh for an actual human to operate, like in space or like inside a volcano. And so, yeah, there's
2: it, a lot of call for electrical okay, engineers inside is, this volcanoes. This is the new Hulk TV show. I mean, I oh, yeah. need,
1: you know. Uh, it, it's hard to uh, take measurements in there. They've got to have... You, know, you see what I'm... Yeah. You see what I'm going it's, about. Well, it's, it's the kind uh, of thing, you need an electrical stars. engineer like the Hulk to have that
0: stuff actually matter in a volcano. <laughs> like, you wouldn't have it without a Hulk. I, I don't think uh. the
2: Hulk... That path of him knows electrical engineering. Well, though. that's so what I'm saying. That, <laughs> that
1: becomes Bruce Banner's you character. You know that. Arc. He never has a chance it's, to show it, it, it depends he, uh, Yeah, on the, as he becomes he is, more though. integrated, because clearly by the end of this movie, he's got it under control. He's looking at them. He's not angry anymore. He's sad Hulk. And, and then he just leaps off into the buildings and into the, the, light, the <laughs> brightly lit darkness. Uh, but it, lit imagine. Darkness. The Hulk that's a killer's album, right? A trained professional electrical engineer working in the the dream movie that we all have where it's just the Hulk and Iron Man nerding out over science stuff constantly and solving problems uh, as yeah <laughs> creating Iron Man problems suit in space like. and Hulk as monster in space <laughs> and they're like engineering detectives picture that movie
5: <laughs> stop drilling uh, actually bring this back to the movie we actually saw <laughs>
4: the movie that we wished we saw is so much better
5: One of the things that was brought up, I don't remember by who, about the Hulk in the Avengers and where you see him in the Avengers, because to only slightly get ahead, when we meet him in the Avengers, he's acting as a doctor to disease. He's helping Mm -hmm. other people. But I've heard it said that part of the problem with the earlier Hulk movies, both of them, is that Bruce is incredibly focused Mm -hmm. on one thing, Mm -hmm. cure myself. And there almost comes a certain selfishness to that. (laughs) <laughs> like, he's got a point. The Hulk is dangerous.
0: Well, I mean, that that's... But,
5: again, it's sort of like, who who are you when well, you're but not the Hulk? It, doesn't he have a responsibility to everyone
1: around him to not be around anyone who he cares about until he has this thing under control? Or, you know, to be to have he it... Does. Uh, to not be around any other so humans is, until he has it under control. So his solution of what is to
2: go about. to one of the most crowded cities in the world? Yeah, that was a bad
0: plan.
1: I mean, I'm not saying it was a good plan. I, mean, I, would there, say I think though,
4: the reason he does that is that. Yeah, it's he, he can lose himself in a crowd. In, the idea is no. there's so many people. And things. he can yeah, remain
1: anonymous but, and not have conflicts unless well, how, you know, how many, he decides to go defend that woman in the steam factory.
0: Yeah, like how long did he have it on lockdown the at the beginning factory. of the film? Like know, close to a year, right? Like a, f- a couple hundred days, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, th- I think I think that's a good point, Patrick, and I think that the. I think what the film wants to do, if it were a little better structured and a little better written, is it wants the the dramatic arc of the character, and Bester hit on this too, is to get from, like, the Hulk is a monster inside of me, I have to get rid of it, to the Hulk is a part of me, and it is a part of me that I will learn to live with and control, uh, because I have seen in this example where I'm destroying Harlem with this other monster that it can do some good. Like that's point A and point B that he gets to, but that question is introduced so late in the film and he doesn't like he spends almost the entire film trying to cure himself and then like you said Bester as soon as the the question is raised with 20 minutes left in the film. Are you sure you should even be trying to cure yourself? It's like, huh? Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, but if, if that's
2: <laughs> should we be trusting who is clearly a mad scientist?
0: I fucking love Tim Blake Nelson. I will watch Tim Blake Nelson in anything. Mm-hmm.
5: I've loved him <laughs> since I saw him he, in Old he, Brother. as the part that doesn't always make sense.
4: Well, because mm. Tim Blake Nelson and Ever Norton, like, are friends. They've done a couple of things together. So, like, watching the two of them is, like, it, it makes mm. total sense that he's like, this is so cool what you're doing, dude. He,
0: he has, uh, I think, my favorite mutton chops ever in a film in Lincoln. So, like, that earned so much goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, thinking,
2: I don't remember him having I, mutton chops in this, this film. Movie.
0: Uh, so, in this film, so what... What
4: For, From an MCU... Is,
0: what, um... What college is he working at in New York? I just want to make sure that he's not in the science department at Columbia. <laughs>
2: uh, well, Culver <laughs> College or Culver is well, University, what they destroy... Is
1: in Virginia, yes. is in Willow Virginia. Culver oh, University is in Virginia. He connects everything? everything. Only in the Lou Marvel I universe. checked.
5: Every professor in the Marvel Universe that appears after this yeah. is works at Culver.
4: Yeah, Melinda May's ex-husband works there. It, like everybody works there. are
5: right. right.
1: Geol- many Geol- prestigious Geol- state universities in the state of Virginia.
2: Yeah, could be uh... could be what? Uh, what's the what's the university in the Spider-Man? Uh, Empire university State Science university. university. Empire State. Empire. Yeah, yeah, SIU. Yeah, Sci- yeah. Science, <laughs> Science <laughs> University.
4: Um. <laughs> From an MCU aesthetic standpoint, though, speaking what? of Tim Blake Nelson's uh, mutton chops, I the the leaking of the liquid onto his forehead
3: <laughs>
4: f- felt a little strange. So he can be the leader, at least to me, in terms of like like we've like we've just had like Iron Man, which is mm-hmm. very slick and has established a look for like pretty much all the technology, and you know has established like you know Gwyneth Paltrow can put her hand into Tony's chest and it's okay, <laughs> but like. What is this like '90s I, leakage? Like head yeah. starts to bulge. I mean, thing he. Going the on. I, I think there's yeah, there's
0: two things going on here. One, in universe, you could say, okay, yeah, of course, Tony Stark has an incredible technology setup. He's Tony Stark, but you know, this is a, uh, it's just a little university science department, and I'm guessing that this guy isn't too smooth when he's applying for research grants. Like he. he
2: <laughs> he's a, he's a very creepy setup, let's be yeah. honest. He's got all of these, like, uh, yeah. this, you know, human experimentation, I'm going to scrap you in so you can't get away, set up with me. Yeah. I'm going to pump you full of purple. <laughs> I need he a very Nazi experimentation, experimentation
5: table. to take you for yourself. Is there money in the records? Yeah, you so, that? That, like,
0: that's part one. Part two is uh, Tim Blake Nelson, for, for folks who have not, like, for the people who would listen to this podcast who would not be obsessive about these details. Um All the, the, one of the you. character is obviously being set up to become the character that he is in the comics, which is the leader, which is another Hulk antagonist, uh, who was exposed to gamma radiation. Um
2: <laughs> thankfully is not a Hulk monster, is yeah, he, he goes super intelligent. Right, because it only got about, in his which brain. I would not no. feel better about.
0: But the the visual effect of like a ah, little bit of liquid drips on him and then he bulges is is very old school and a, li- a little bit out of keeping with, uh, with the village's rustic, rustic aesthetic.
4: Well, it, it's just, yeah, it's just weird because like, you know, Favreau and Downey Jr. just made this mm-hmm. stuff hip and then all of a sudden we're back to like 90s television style mm-hmm. approach to this.
0: It feels well, I mean, a little probably, more...
2: Yeah. It's the same year, right?
0: Same year. though. this feels... I mean, number one, you're still establishing the language, but Avi Arad was also a producer on this, and I'm not sure he was on Iron Man, but he had produced the Spider-Man film, so maybe this is some of the Spider-Man aesthetic coming through as well. Because there was plenty of, like...
5: Well, I mean, I also... This is some... Then you go no, first. you go ahead. You're smarter. You got something better to okay. say. Um this is one thing I was wondering about this movie is that you know they've talked about how they came up with the idea for the MCU and that it was because they sat down looked at who they owned and realized that they had the Avengers and that mm-hmm. was about it and I would be curious to know exactly what the timeline was when they started realizing hey we should start doing so, everything together because Edward Norton kind of looked at Hulk as a personal project and part of me wonders if like they just happened to have mm. Norton making mm. this and so they decided to kind of just insert quiet mentions oh. of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Stark and then you know <laughs> at the very end have Robert Downey Jr. show up which we'll talk about eventually and there wasn't really a unified aesthetic because no one had actually sat down and thought that these things should even have a unified aesthetic so that makes right sense yeah
1: it seemed like this was not a movie that was originally planned to click with the other films. Uh, but partially that's, I think, because I had taken it as a direct sequel to Hulk. I didn't know mm-hmm. that there was all that time cut out at the beginning. I thought that uh, it was deliberately referencing the first movie uh, and summarizing all the plot from the first movie in this shortened uh, opening credits montage uh, so I, it struck me as odd while I was watching it that they would be making an MCU movie that uh, was deliberately referencing something that had come before that.
0: So there, mm-hmm. there was, um, so, uh, this and Iron Man both came out in 2008, and then the next MCU film is Iron Man 2, and that wasn't until 2010 or 11. And by the time Iron Man 2 Captain hits, Marvel. Captain mm-hmm. America and Thor are both, Deep in production at that point And you're, you're r- ramping toward the Avengers But it, it's, it's totally plausible That these were the two films That they had and could produce Out of the gate And Hulk was kind of already in process So they threw it in And then after Hulk mm-hmm. came out They sat down and said Okay, let's kind of unify the aesthetic And unify what we're going for While well, we have a two year gap Until the next film comes out
2: Yeah, I mean I don't know I don't know how well this movie did but I do. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm, su- I'm pretty sure the MCU is built on the success of Iron Man, mm-hmm. not on the success of this movie. It was so. so this film
0: uh, it grossed 134 million in North America and 128 million internationally, so 264 total, which is a moderate sized budget. Uh, budget. Budget.
2: Let's see. Uh, oh, good God.
4: Well, and budget yeah, not including marketing. Uh, yeah, well, you're, like you're that. never going to find the this marketing is pre- budget. pre-Disney. They don't have a marketing machine in
2: uh, place. The Incredible yeah. Hulk. Yeah, let's see. Here. Well, I thought that for it. Anyway, yeah. but, uh, but I mean, yeah, certainly. Um, wasn't there also originally, like, some idea of, I thought I remembered reading somewhere that there was a planned scene that they had cut of, like, post, instead of being in British Columbia, somehow he ends up in the Arctic and finds Captain America. I remember yeah, reading about that yes. being a proposed uh, way of of uh, fi- you know finding the capsicle.
0: Mm-hmm. So the bu- the budget, by the way, was 150 million. So the film probably turned a small profit. No,
2: it didn't. <laughs> no.
4: Yeah, but not enough for a tentpole. I
0: mean, yeah, Absolutely maybe. Not. Yeah, maybe on DVD sales anyway. Maybe. Yeah. No, it, it, the success of the studio was clearly built on Iron Man.
2: Yeah. And certainly, certainly yes. the uh, and yeah, certainly at least on aesthetics, you can definitely see sort of the Iron Man aesthetic being adopted as more or less the norm for yeah. uh, pretty much all the other MCU movies. Yeah,
0: Iron Man by comparison, hundred and forty million dollar budget, but made five hundred and eighty five million worldwide. Mm. Yeah. Not bad. There you
1: yeah. go. Um. Yeah. Any other big moments from the movie you guys want to talk about? Maybe uh, Martin Starr's tiny cameo? Or Michael K. Williams' tiny cameo?
0: Yep. Um, We haven't talked at all about Tim Roth.
5: Like, he's been mentioned a couple times. We wanted to talk about Tim Roth. I actually did not like him in this film. I found him very grating. (laughs) This cat does not want to go away. We liked Tim Roth, but there is a bit in the beginning that made us... I mean it really kicked us out of the movie and we kept questioning everything that was going on when we saw him because he's introduced to us and I quote as a Russian-born British-raised Special Forces officer in the Royal Marines on loan to the U.S. Army. He then would later appear to be a U.S. Army. Army uniform every time we see him including a U.S. Dress Army uniform. And is being told American State Street secrets, with like apparently no clearance whatsoever. And here's the thing: we notice that when he gets his weird intro that he's born in Russia, we're not sure why. Because that. his Could name is his in, name. yeah, his name's that. Because no, that's honestly yeah. And there, are, yeah. no yeah. and Blonsky,
4: it. there yeah. are no American or British Russians.
5: Blonsky, That's it. There are
4: no American or British Russians anywhere.
5: Yeah, but when you look at that, the guy introducing him, who by the way is the same actor. Who informs Gerard got Butler kicked into the that pit. this is madness and is then informed yep. that this is Sparta. Oh. <laughs> you don't actually see him on screen. We think that line was ADR'd in. Oh, maybe. Because there is no part of him being a British Army officer that makes any sense.
4: Aside from his yeah. accent, because Tim Roth yeah. is yeah. sort of, Tim Roth has a I Tim mean, Rothiness that you can't really mitigate I mean, original, with anything like accent yeah. work or physical work.
2: I mean, the original character in the comics is Russian, right? He's yeah, like he's a, a KGB agent, to, yeah. He's a a KGB... Which made a lot of sense
0: when the character was invented in the 1960s. Yeah,
5: but... And there's, like, for the record, there's, like, 20 of these villains in Marvel world where there's a bunch of, like, Russian versions. Yeah, and 10... I was going to say 10 of them are Crimson (laughs) Dynamos. Yeah.
4: My prince, (laughs) Alexei Shostakovich. But,
2: yeah, it seems like it it wouldn't be that hard to, uh, you know... Either use a different character. There's got to be a uh, you know not Russian-sounding Hulk clone. There's somewhere no, there's no other the, gamma uh, beings in the, in the Marvel, Marvel universe. universe. We we've established surely <laughs> that there are no other gamma-powered uh, supervillains. I don't know why they insisted on the Russian one. Uh, and yeah, you got Tim Roth, so you got to explain why he's got an English accent.
5: But do you? Well, that's our thing. Is that we think that was a, an exec note. Because it really does look weird that he's in a U.S. Yeah, army uniform. Right. And so we think what they did was they shot him under the theory that he was a U.S. Army and then when they were doing screenings, somebody said, why is he talking in a British accent? Yeah. <laughs> why is this man with a so Russian name an and an English accent backwards. in our military? <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> and the French director said, well, uh, American's English all sound alike. Hmm. <laughs> it's
3: true
0: I hate them all (laughs) um, there is a lot of weirdness there but I I like what Tim Roth is doing generally in the film and I like kind of the sketches of the character that they've put together like he's an aging soldier he's lost his step he's losing his edge and this is how he's trying to reclaim that that warrior spirit that he's known but it's the end result when he does reclaim that is not particularly pleasant or interesting so it kind of feels like it was yeah. For not
2: <laughs> yeah a lot of it just kind of it's clear that they they obviously you know the end game of the movie is he's going to turn into another uh, like a monstrous version of the hulk an abomination. But so much of the character character motivation doesn't seem to. Yeah, they try and they sort of gesture at like, oh, he feels old because he can't go toe to toe with the Hulk. Uh, so so Ross is like, by the way, we got some so knockoff old. super serum hiding around somewhere here. You want to get a bunch of injections? And he's like, sure. And it was just like, there's all of these scientific experimentations that he like volunteers for which only seems to make sense in terms of the plot demanding that there be another Hulk at the end of the movie.
5: Yeah. I mean, that's what we were kind of thinking, is that there's a lot of things that seem to happen because the plot requires them. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. helps them find him, but it's never really explained why, say, Sam Jackson would be okay with it. Uh-huh. And that also may be a side effect of, you know, they did Cutting, didn't, yeah. And then not knowing that... S.H.I.E.L.D. is yeah. going to be there. I mean, yeah, certainly, I think, the, I think the only
2: reference to S.H.I.E.L.D. is, like, that computer graphic when they're tracing him, right? Well, they're specifically anything? saying know, like, that S.H.I.E.L.D. is
1: going to help them
2: yeah, uh, trace the, the
1: entire internet for references to Mr. Blue or Mr. Green.
0: But okay. of all so Marvel films that are not Guardians of the Galaxy, this definitely has the lightest S.H.I.E.L.D. presence. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely.
4: Yeah, except, except they have something kind of Hydra-y in that they have something that can scrub private emails for...
2: I'm telling you, there's, I, there's Hydra all over this fucking movie. Some weird, suspicious <laughs> Russian guy with an English accent who's apparently in our military gets uh, gets signed up right away for top secret shelled uh, super 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 ser- soldier serum... God, it's hard to say. Super serum soldier... super soldier serum uh, experiments and turns into a guy and Destroys Harlem. Oh yeah, no, it's all over him. Hydra Man, hail him.
4: What we've learned from this is never let somebody with an accent that isn't American get Super Soldier Serum or any enhancements no, whatsoever. Because either way, you yeah, end up in, with villains. In a,
0: in yes, a weird and, way, though, there
2: will always be villains who are exactly the same as the hero. It, it yeah, exactly.
0: In a weird way, though, if if we lay out the uh, the timeline of these films in like order in which the films happen, rather than release date. Like Captain America has happened at this point, and they're recreating the Super Soldier uh, formula. God damn it! I can't, I can't say it either. It's Um, hard. It is. Uh, She she sells (laughs) Super Soldier serums by the seashore. Um, you you get you get once again kind of, and we'll hit on this when we get to that film. You get why it was so important, not just that there was a Captain America, but that it was Steve Rogers who was a Captain America, because Tim Roth was not a very good Captain America.
4: No. (laughs) No. This makes me sad for Captain Britain though Because I love
0: Captain Britain
2: (laughs) There's still time We'll get a Captain Britain movie before we get a Black Widow movie I bet
0: I like the idea that when uh, Captain America the first Avenger Was released internationally In the UK They just substituted Captain Britain In all of the scenes
2: (laughs) (laughs) And they called it localization They very badly dubbed it in Yeah <laughs> they, they, Captain yes. England. <laughs> yeah, just change just change his name to you know Nigel Cumberbatch.
4: <laughs> just Benedict Cumberbatch. That's the most British name you can come up with. It's that's the problem.
0: <laughs> is Benedict Cumberbatch when he plays Doctor Strange? Is he going um, to be I- English? No,
5: one, no knows. one knows.
4: His his American dialect work has been pretty bad so far, at least in terms of 12 Years mm-hmm. a Slave, so I kind of hope so. But
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything that really he—I don't know a whole lot about Doctor Strange, but I don't think it's particularly important that he doesn't have an English accent. No. You know, if Captain America he's has not. an English yeah, accent, that's kind of um, weird. You're going, I mean, you're he's a notice. doctor,
1: so doesn't he have to have an English accent?
2: Yeah, yeah, you got it. True. Yeah, yeah. That's what
4: happens when you get a.
2: But he's also like an arrogant doctor, (laughs) so you know that English accent's going to work for him real well. Yeah, it's
0: like all those officers in the Empire who had English accents. It's not because they're from England. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Just because they're haughty. Yeah, exactly.
4: Speaking of doctors, I did like from a take from a Betty Bruce standpoint. I was like, even though the the switch of like Bruce being selfish and stupid in terms of lab practices <laughs> didn't work for me. The, the idea, the reason, like, because my issue was always, like, Betty's just like, Bruce, are you okay? And Liv Tyler has the perfect oh. voice for that, because she's got that beautiful, breathy, like, she's I am an elven maiden voice. Um, but, <laughs> but from a sort of motivation standpoint, working with the new origin story, it made a lot more sense to me. That she would feel beholden to him because she has agency in his in his accident now in a way she was she, probably she was signed, present she, she signed allowed up him to yeah.
2: she might have been yeah, yeah. she allowed maybe she told him to, do, told this, him to do it she talked him into Lady Macbeth the the dark secret <laughs> that's the heart of the of the Incredible Hulk it's all Betty's fault she's yes. been trying
1: to position him so that he can uh, come to power after he kills her father for her
0: yeah that's uh, yeah yes. you got to kill yeah, a general to Lady become Hyndra. a general um, yeah. Kill a general to become a Jeez general. Lady Hydra, of course. <laughs> That's how it
4: works. It's like the mafia. Um <laughs> But I speaking speaking of the, the dad daughter technique, I think this actually handled the like the Ross family better than the the Hulk did with the one eighty rule breaking uh, and the like weird Oedipal situation. I think part um because that, that scene where she, like, stands in front of the tank and is like, get your butt out here, Dad. I know I think what you're I part of doing. that, though,
0: is just in... And I
4: was like, this is a, this is a character I can get Part of it's just behind. in casting,
0: though. And, like, Jennifer Connelly is a better actress than Liv Tyler, but Liv Tyler is better cast in this role. And... Mm. Like, we, we, we talked, yeah, when no, we I watched Hulk, fair. Sam Elliott, for as much as we love him and a lot of things, he was miscast as General Ross. Because mm-hmm. he does not come across mm-hmm. as a military man. He comes across he as a rogue. Yeah. Um But, yeah, yeah, but William, William Hurt, you can buy as a military man. So it, it's, yeah. they work better in that yeah. context, and even though they're, they, well, William Hurt's probably a better actor than Sam Elliott, but... Uh, even though Liv Tyler's not the actress Jennifer Connelly is, she works better in the context of this film, and with this character, and that that makes the difference in terms of believing that relationship.
4: Well, because the premise of, of Hulk, in some ways, has always had this weird thing of, like, there are, there are certain ladies that can just walk up to the Hulk and, and press a button and he calms the f down apparently i
1: think you were looking um, for
4: calms the g and down, i think for some reason down. i buy
0: mm-hmm. yep um, calms the g the down.
4: <laughs> gamma <laughs> down um <laughs> i trust Liv tyler to do that for reasons i can't entirely explain except for instinctual ones it is it is that ethereal quality it's that i come from another universe yeah, she was that right from steven tyler that she has yeah, yeah and there are so many scenes of him like watching her <laughs> Um, that I actually bought, and I was almost annoyed that I bought them.
0: <laughs> but I think
4: it's because I understand why you would watch Liv Tyler that yeah, way. Yeah, she was apparently. great in that
0: thing you do. Yeah, she is. I love that
1: movie.
0: <laughs>
1: it's a great I've movie. never seen that. It's a really good movie. Here's a Here's it Watch the extended questions. Watch the uh,
0: extended cut where Howie Long is Tom Hanks'
5: lover. Can we talk about how distracting it is? Uh... Uh, Lillian, you just used uh, the word. Do we remember how distracting it was to see Ty Burrell as Black uh, Samson?
0: Is dude, oh, is his character
1: uh, a yeah.
5: uh, comic can, canon? Uh, yeah. He's a pre existing yeah. comic yeah. character? Yeah. Uh, he is a gamma powered, super strong <laughs> psychiatrist.
4: <laughs> he is the psychiatrist was, of Marvel was, like actually, uh, if the Marvel Universe. He hair like Lillian. Actually,
1: if the pizza owner, the pizza place, was a uh, comic canon. But now I just assume that it's from the first 70 minutes of the film that was cut. Mm. Uh, yeah. um, I assumed it uh, was Albert uh, this Einstein. This is totally off topic. But Lillian, you just used the word instinctual. When did instinctual overtake instinctive as the common form? Because I hear Whoa. I hear effectual and instinctual all the time now, and I never hear effective or instinctive anymore.
0: It was after Webster's got hit <laughs> by a blast of gamma radiation. <laughs>
1: Became <laughs> the I say, I think
4: it's probably a regional, uh, it's a regional know. thing. I don't mean, know, I mean,
1: I, I just hear it a lot, and I, I think that, yeah. well, it doesn't matter. I'm surprised
2: you hear effectual so much. Infectu-
1: <laughs> effectual? I hear that, uh, yeah. I've heard it a lot in the last, like, three years.
3: Hmm. Really? Yeah,
1: same with instinctual. I never heard instinctual before, like, four or five years ago. Hmm. Hmm. Um, probably anyway, something to do with what? Facebook.
3: Snip. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no.
3: He probably has to do yeah, So oh, there God.
0: is um, – yeah, when, when we –
1: Did I completely derail <laughs> you? The yeah, you, you did, actually. We going. were talking about the pizza
0: I, guy.
2: I, Devin is hulking
0: out. I, I had a point that I was – yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't <laughs> oh, make no. me – uh, irritated. You won't like it me when I'm irritated.
2: You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Looper, yeah, no, no, I is the security guard.
0: I had I had something to say that built off the point that was being made before, and then you started talking about effectual versus effectiveness. It's like, God damn it, I've completely lost the plot now. We're My unnecessarily
1: circuitous complaint plan is now one quarter complete.
0: Yeah, we were talking, uh, okay, we talked about that thing you do. Uh, Doc Sampson came up.
2: Is, is that in your Tyler. Notes? Steven Tyler. No, I, I'm just... I think about that thing... Those music videos she was in with Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. I think about that thing well, you again.
0: do semi-regularly, so... um, Oh, no, now I remember what it was. Uh, I really don't like Ty Burrell. So I was really glad that a lot of his part <laughs> was know. cut out of this film. We know yeah, you
2: don't like Ty a, Burrell. Never, you really hate Ty Burrell for one reason or another. I find
0: him... He He is the epitome to me of a cheap actor. Like, he's the actor when... Okay, well, we couldn't get our first choice, or our second choice. Eh, let's just get Ty Burrell. I <laughs>
5: yeah, it is. I will actually... Without actually saying anything about Ty Burrell himself, I will say that they did not use Doc Sansom as well as I would have liked. Because... Well, I didn't... mean? I, I don't need him to grow the long green hair and start... Punching people in a tank top. I do. Wait a minute. Were you serious <laughs>
1: that he has a gamma powered psychiatrist? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were kids. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs>
3: no.
2: So, what you're saying is that, that, yeah. so what you're saying is that at the yeah. end of uh, Iron Man 3, the cameo should have been Ty Burrell.
0: Uh, yeah, in a
2: way. Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing if, like, speak, it just completely unexplained, of... like, Ty Burrell's there and he's got green hair he's and he's in just... a tank top. And uh, you, you, you don't, <laughs> you thing, don't explain
4: you, it at all, and just the thing you have to understand, dude, just that literally anybody in Hulkverse at some yes, point yes, I understand become Hulk.
1: that, but I thought he was making oh, a wait. joke about that. I did <laughs> not think that he was actually referencing <laughs> that. <laughs>
4: No, it's actually like it's, it's yeah. a fact. It's like it's like chaos theory in Jurassic okay. Park. Like it, it, it you, you always approach a way. Hulkdom Yeah, the <laughs> yes. longer you, I believe,
2: I believe both days. Betty and uh, Thunderbolt Ross are are the Red Hulk. Yeah, they they are. Sorry, last I checked. Yep. Yes, they're both Red Hulks. They're both Red yes. Hulks. Rick Jones wow, becomes an abomination at some point. Um, like it, there's the pizza guy becomes the pizza Hulk. Yes, yep.
1: <laughs> the most <laughs> delicious Hulk. He's
4: yep. pepperoni-colored.
2: No, th-
0: uh, actually, there there was a the uh, a short uh, miniseries event called Hulked Out Heroes where everyone did become a Hulk.
2: Wow. I, I, I was really yes, hoping was you were going to say, you know, there actually is a pizza Hulk. Hey, did you know Ty
1: Burrell's first acting role was in the David There's J. Pizza film dog. Evolution? Also starring Orlando I, Jones from TV's Sleepy Hollow. I saw that movie in
2: theaters. <laughs>
1: Evolution!
0: Oh, my um, God. Theaters. Never that, seen it. Uh, one one <laughs> note that I uh, oh, I too. found in uh, one note I found in IMDb crawling, uh, David Duchovny was originally considered for the part of Bruce Banner. Oh could
5: wow! Have had, could it have, it have had a little evolution
0: done. reunion.
2: It's significantly I different film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, you yeah. could you could make it's the Hulk a be a metaphor for sex addiction. <laughs> See,
0: here's the problem. I've never actually, and I know this is bad of me, I've never actually sat down and watched The X-Files, apart from, like, an episode here or there. So you the, monster. Nor have I watched Californication. So the thing that is still David yeah, Duchovny's defining role to me is when he's the oh cross-dressing
2: God. FBI agent in Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. I knew that was where that was going. <laughs> what the hell else could it have been? Or
4: the hand model in yeah. Zoolander.
2: It's true. <laughs> But,
5: um... So, uh... It, <laughs> It's hard to say stuff about this movie. We've all derailed ourselves. Yeah, bad because it's actually it's fun. The action sequences are good. Um,
4: except I like maybe it's because I like I had a dear friend who lived in Harlem. So when I lived in New York, you saw the destruction firsthand. And as I was sitting, like watching that, (laughs) watching watching that the the final sequence of like, and now he breaks Harlem, like. There was something about that that just lacked. Like, Culver University had a really clear mm-hmm. specificity mm-hmm. to it, and and for some reason the 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 scale of what I expected for Hulk versus Abomination slash Hulk versus Hulk was not reached. Mm-hmm. Really. Oh, yeah, like, it's it was terrible. very street level. You know, very
2: disappointing. I had a, I had a very I had a very um, similar reaction. I mean, we're in the middle of you know one of the biggest uh, cities in the world, and there's two Hulks fighting, and the stakes of that fight just seemed really really low. Yeah, they're going to mm-hmm. destroy the hell they out of this one never, street. Yeah. And what,
1: yeah. was, what was that weapon? Like well, that-
4: and also like Harlem has shorter buildings than the average New York. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like
1: New proper
0: York. New York in the way that the Avengers okay. does. Yeah. Yeah. When the Hulk really destroys yeah. himself, some New York. But
4: at the same time, there's people everywhere. Ah. There's people mm-hmm. everywhere in Harlem. Like you, you can't like you are surrounded constantly mm-hmm. by people. And it just, it felt like that empty street issue that you get in action okay. movies that are a little yeah. cheap. <laughs> of, of, like, there's no, nobody's running yeah, from this. There's, like, four And then they, And then they end
2: away. up in, like, a set from a 1980s movie about New York. Yeah. Where there's this, like, completely burned yes. out building yeah, where, like, like homeless people yeah, are burning. Yeah, yeah, last, I'm pretty last sure at this point Harlem does not have things like that because it's part of Manhattan. Yeah,
0: last night I watched The oh. Warriors. And that's exactly what I saw. Like, th- that's what this film was drawing on.
2: <laughs> Um, I'm like, I don't think that I don't
5: think that I know you watched anymore. the Warriors because you were live texting it, meaning my phone was vibrating night constantly <laughs> yeah. party. Come to think of it, we've established that the
2: Hulk when he leaps can just go from <laughs> fucking preposterous distances. It's possible that burned out building was no longer in Harlem. They may have jumped over to Cleveland or something. Well, uh,
5: <laughs> that last part of the play, <laughs> who, who knows? That because A helicopter must be really fast. Do you remember um yeah. When the abomination like starts hitting him with the, like, the chain, the random of, yeah, chain, what was that? that? that chain
1: concrete bolo.
5: That's yeah. the thing is, I asked that, and Lillian had to explain to me that those are. Um,
4: well, my issue was is what they looked like. like was was the um the river on
5: yeah on the yeah.
4: riverside.
5: Yeah, it just suddenly
4: has a <laughs> chain <laughs> of the chain with giant concrete on the yeah. end of those.
2: Like, what is this? Where did it come from?
4: Well, yeah, the reason those. Like, those were installed by the Mafia in, like, what? I think the 1930s, like, 40s, because they wanted to be able to tie up to the island at any point. Mm-hmm. So everything was secured, as opposed to it being a series of docks. Okay. But I don't know what it was doing on top of the building.
1: <laughs> well, it was there so that they could fight <laughs> over it, and <laughs> like, I could accidentally let go of it, and it could fly they up in the air and then fall back down. installed by the
2: Mafia? By Hydra, oh, the mafia was doing major, uh, major urban renovations. Do, do you
1: understand anything about the mafia? <laughs>
2: Everything
1: they do is major. <laughs> I just don't expect them to install <laughs> like, city infrastructure. Yeah. Didn't did, did you watch you Daredevil Nick? about New York in the did first you, yeah. Did you not oh, really watch Marvel's Daredevil, the TV, Daredevil TV series, yet. where the entire, like
0: Wilson <laughs> yeah. Fisk's criminal plot, is civic improvement?
2: That's yeah, true. he's a supervillain. <laughs> he's not the actual Mafia. That's not a documentary. The seven. Mafia is the closest uh, thing that you
1: get to a supervillain in real life.
4: That is true. Yeah. Whitey Bulger is yeah. pretty yeah. effing close. Uh,
1: Although just I just found out that... that apparently
3: uh,
4: everything,
1: doing
2: improvement work on the uh,
1: river. I just found out last night listening to a Nerdist yeah. podcast that... Uh, Everything that Mario Puzo put into *The Godfather* was made up, but then influenced the actual mafia, and stuff like that became real.
2: Mm. Yeah. Life imitates art. I've heard, I've heard that. <laughs> uh, similar thing with the yakuza. Cool. The, uh, a lot of the, a lot of sort of the things that we associate with the yakuza come from. Uh, that Simpsons episode. Come from movies. <laughs> Yeah, from that oh, Simpsons yeah. episode. That yeah, little guy uh, hadn't done anything the, yeah. That was yeah, actually the origin. Yeah. The <laughs> is actually <laughs> a loan word in Japanese. They, they didn't have that word until that uh, episode of, uh, of The Simpsons aired there, there.
1: yeah, I knew it.
2: Yeah.
5: Forgive For us, please. Know, <laughs> Nick Bester's parents have seen Yeah, so he's speaking Japanese. as an yeah, expert. Yeah, true, yeah. I, do have a, I do
2: have a bachelor's degree in Japanese. I'm kind of an expert on this. You're going to have to take my word on it. <laughs> You're an expert
0: on both Soon Japanese no and The Simpsons. Yeah. True.
4: <laughs> yeah, so and Iver- a PhD in Bruce
0: Banners.
5: <laughs> Bruce Banners. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so of nothing. Did I ever Oh, really yeah, yeah. yeah, Michael well, okay, well, yeah, yeah. In the
3: movie?
1: was coming. In, right when they get to Harlem uh, yeah, on like, Street.
4: Yeah, he saw the About the About the About like About oh, like, oh, the like, yeah, Then he whistles
1: a little bit
2: not Oh yes, yeah.
5: Avon is very yeah, he's clear. one of the he's the you know like the, the main cop's yeah. partner. I mean, it, it really did. Uh, it. Wait, wait. Oh, Avon, Avon, not not Stringer Bell. Yeah, was Avon like Stringer Marks Bell. In is no, not Stringer Thor. Yeah.
0: No, it, it's very much. um, It felt like Michael K. Williams was either just like wandering by the set one day,
2: or like, and that's how he was discovered. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: he he was what he was walking to the wire. <laughs> he was walking in Harlem. While the film was shooting, and that was that entire scene with him was just a blooper. He walked on camera and goes "oh," and then walks off
4: <laughs> and was like, "What the yeah. hell is I this?" Barely, and walked I, away. I,
2: by the time by the time the the abomination fight happens, I was in no way paying attention to the movie yeah. anymore. This just entirely it's
0: it's amazing uh, that like the film could feature I'm, two giant monsters fighting. Through fucking New York City, and your reaction to it is like, oh my God, this is. When's this going to end? This is so
2: so bland. It's really that was uh, <laughs> speaking. Speaking of the abomination, that reminded me of another kind of pet peeve of mine. Sorry to interrupt you, dude. It's okay. Um, but uh, it it always bugs me when in these kinds of things when like they try and like work into like natural dialogue how like they come up with their names like. Tim Blake Nelson's line that, you know, it could be an abomination. It was like, that's not the logical word to use there. Or later (laughs) after, after, after he destroys Culver University and they're like, they have like the, uh, story. the, yeah, they have the the news story and they're talking to like two 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 college students who are watching it and they're like, he was like, he was like a Hulk man. I'm like, no, that's not, that is (laughs) no way a word that you would use Unless you knew you were looking at the Hulk, what word that's would you? The what word would that you, that you use, Nick? You
0: tweeted this.
2: Juggernaut. I would describe him as a juggernaut. <laughs> like, that's a different person. That is. That is naturally. Or wait, what, I, what in if my that notes, guy like, grew up uh, reading
1: Hulk comics instead of watching the X Men cartoon? What if that like guy? Yeah. What if that guy saw the, Ang Lee, cart- yeah.
2: or the, the Ang Lee cartoon <laughs> the cartoon, <Lee> yeah. <laughs> the film, the cartoon? We don't. We don't know how the MCU media works. Uh, my my uh, note in, in my notes, my suggestion for his name was Smashy McGee, the angriest green man you ever did see.
1: Does anyone remember the? Uh, did any of you guys see the Mad TV sketch Pocket Hulk? Where Will Sasso played a guy who turned into yes. a tiny green <laughs> terrible thing, who would then get beat up by old women. no, <laughs> it's, it's, no I it, it's,
5: it's one of Sasso's better bits.
1: Are we uh, done with this
5: yet? Gate. <laughs> uh, we're, yeah, I, I think we're. I I have one okay. other thing I want to talk about, but that's it. All right.
4: I mean, I think. Speaking of like, I wanted the Hulk to talk more. I wanted him to talk maybe, not at all. I don't know why, but
5: that's just <laughs> me. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, another thing. Yeah, I when he goes uh, th- Hulk Smash in context, that doesn't make any sense. No. Like, there's no reason at the. Yeah, it was that's, like that's like, it. like the abomination is like any last words, and he goes Hulk Smash, and it's very clear that the uh, that the thought process, the writing process was Hulk Smash. That's a, that's a thing he says, right? He when should he say that? Fuck it, here.
0: Our movie's almost over. I gotta have him say it at some point.
2: Uh. Yeah. Uh.
4: Well, that's the thing. Is yeah, like have him not talk, or like at least like, because it seems like the whole it's the journey to integrate, right? And we never see Hulk Smash does no. not prove that he's integrated in, in any way, of that. shape, or
3: form. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hulk smash it's is like, what he yells like at the beginning when he like turns into it and you know throws around that forklift. That, yeah.
1: It's the equivalent uh, of a, I think, therefore, I am. <laughs> That's Hulk <laughs> attaining self-awareness for the first Hulk smash. time. Hulk, smash. Hulk, Hulk, Hulk think, therefore, Hulk smash. Hulk smash, Hulk smash therefore, <laughs> Hulk M.
2: <am. laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I have a couple sort of dangling observations from my notes, but, you hmm. know, we can... Go through
5: those if we want Yeah, the, the only two things I want to talk about are, one, I'm really glad that after this movie and when they started doing the Avengers, they stopped making it look like Hulk was flexed like, <laughs> yes. all the time.
2: He's got weirdly, like, because. lined uh,
5: <laughs>
2: muscles on his chest. Yeah. They're like strata in... He looks like stone. a Rob it's Liefeld weird. drawing.
5: Yeah. I was... Is like, I'm just glad they decided that he wasn't constantly flexing everything. He's like a
1: slightly pudgy guy at the beach. But the other thing (laughs) I want to talk about... (laughs) is
5: constantly flexing everything. (laughs) (laughs) The the other thing I do want to talk about that I actually think is really worth talking about is that, um, Mm -hmm. is the ending scene. Because we have some minor... In the first Iron Man movie, you have Phil Coulson. By the way, just so our listening audience knows... You should be glad that I was on the Iron Man podcast because then you'd have to deal with my immense unending man crush on Clark Gregg and Phil Colson. Pa-
4: Patrick loves Phil Coulson. like he That's flows. Reasonable. Yeah. we have like, great. every time you need a birthday present for Patrick, just Phil Colson like it it could literally just have like in just a sheet in of paper Colson's Coulson, misspelled. <laughs> 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 It'll do him for a day. Like, he's just a very happy bunny. Like, you can Cole
2: make, like, you can make like, a Phil Coulson out of bricks of coal and then give that to him. <laughs> and then make a second
0: one, and he's Phil Coulson's son.
5: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ooh. But, um, so Iron Man has you know Phil Coulson wandering around staying S.H.I.E.L.D. same, and then you end with Nick Fury talking about Avengers. And that sort of sets up an idea, but it's still self-contained and just because they name drop shield it's not the yeah. same thing because the ending scene which was supposed to be a post credit scene is, is literally Robert Downey Jr as Tony Stark mm-hmm. showing up and i don't know if you guys remember yeah. seeing this in the theater but regardless of how i feel about the movie come before that seeing mm-hmm. Tony Stark Robert Downey Jr show oh, up yeah, was so amazing and exciting for me yeah because yeah like because it was literally them saying no, we are yeah. serious about this. And I think it's worth mentioning this scene, even though it makes absolutely no sense in later context, and they have to read an entire short to explain <laughs> it. I watched that short last um, night. It's nice. It's a great, it's a good yeah. short. But it, that scene is such a big mm-hmm. deal and a pivotal moment in what mm-hmm. they were doing, because it goes beyond just name-dropping, and it's taking the protagonist of another movie and saying, here he it is. It also mm-hmm. he exists.
4: Well, and that's why I hold I hold it responsible for like MCU aesthetic. Is that it, it, it? seems like there's an intentionality here that they haven't entirely figured out. But is there? Uh-huh. But is there?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, the watching this movie in the theater, the third act really felt bland, uh, and while it was just, mm-hmm. it was uh, frustrating because I had seen Iron Man earlier that summer and had been, or you know, earlier that year and had been very excited about Incredible Hulk. Uh, and it was just not particularly interesting, uh, but that last, uh, that last scene with Tony Stark uh, did leave a good taste in my mouth uh, mm-hmm. as I left the theater.
5: Yeah. Tony Stark, tasty. I will also point out, by the way, that the dialogue <laughs> is literally designed to. Make now, sure if you guys didn't Tony know, stark because <laughs> he's so
4: Stark, he's the most Stark. There
5: had There's, to be some number of people who were like, that, Stark." Oh, yeah. You wear is that a guy suits? from Chaplin? <laughs> I like hardware. What, Looks like what you've is been pumping iron. Come up, here. man. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the guy from In Less than than
2: than Zero? Zero?
1: <laughs> is this Charlie Chaplin? Have I fallen into a Charlie Chaplin? <laughs>
5: <laughs> is that the guy from that Elton John music video? Oh, it's Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Is that the son of acclaimed indie experimental director Robert Danny <laughs> <laughs> Senior? <laughs>
1: one person on earth is familiar with Robert Downey (laughs) Sr. so well that he recognizes his son without ever having heard of Robert Downey Jr.
2: (laughs) That would be amazing. That guy looks kind of like Robert Downey Sr. Who is he?
5: I am curious as to what... Ross is drinking. he's oh, yeah, right. really. It's so green. It probably search. Why is it green? <laughs> he's probably drinking He's probably
2: that Brazil. He's probably drinking that Brazilian absent.
1: soda. Uh, I actually think he's I trying s- to Hulk
2: out. <laughs> he just told me he was That is how we get Red Hulk. <laughs> that Brazil is like, so like it's that Brazilian soda mixed with vodka. Uh, it's,
0: so it's called ah, the Hulk It's it's actually called an incredible. So I I
2: read this. I read this actually. It's actually
0: called an Incredible Hulk and it is one part uh hypnotic liquor Jeez. which is blue i think and then one blue. part cognac yeah okay so they become blue is green there a together. blue hulk hmm. is it so that
4: seems like it's in poor taste considering he lost many I, yeah, men yeah i school. feel like he should
0: he should be drinking something like less whimsical like it's like uh general you look like you've had a really hard day yeah lost a lot of men give me an apple tea
5: <laughs> but, put it, but put it in a I choose, I so choose to believe
4: like, he's chasing the green fairy.
5: pounding <laughs> <He laughs> just just abs. This <laughs> is sort of a new segment of sentiment uh-huh. Cells here, where we give you a cocktail <laughs> yeah. based on that we just watched. <laughs> yeah. Next Not time, for or for us, us. Now on?
1: twenty or younger. Yep. Um, Children, is. Come up with the uh, best, the best possible Hulk animals. Oh, well, we got Hulk mouse. Hulk uh, dogs,
0: we see. know, aren't going to work.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Hulk dogs are bad. I'm gonna go uh, with. Uh, I think Hulk, Hulk praying mantis would be pretty cool. I'm gonna Hulk go- ostrich Ooh, yes, Oh my god, Hulk praying Hulk mantis.
0: I'm going with uh, <laughs> a uh, Hulk kangaroo. He's a Hulkaroo, so it's like a giant kangaroo, okay. and then he has a smaller kangaroo <laughs> hop out of his pouch. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that also hulks out.
4: I'm gonna go with Hulk goose because they are mean and <laughs> mm. scary, and I don't like yeah, them at all. Swans too.
1: Yeah. No, Hulk. Those are rough, rough and tumble birds.
5: <laughs> Hulk duck. A Hulk duck. That's Launchpad McQuack. Yeah. <laughs> I so want to see. Like, I want to see a Hulk version of a very docile. What, like a, a koala? Hulk squirrel. Oh. <laughs> koalas,
1: oh, okay.
0: koalas are not docile.
5: Vicious bastard.
4: <laughs> sloth.
1: Hulk sloth. Hulk panda. Hulk sloth. Hulk sloth. It would be completely
4: blind, not know how to have sex, and just wander. Around.
1: Hulk anteater. eater. <laughs> the giant panda wanderer. <laughs> yeah. around. Hulk echidna. <laughs>
2: Hulk Armadillo. Hulk Knuckles? Wallaby. Hulk Jellyfish. Alright. No Hulk cat Oh yeah. Hulk would end Alright. Uh, so I, I had a couple just sort of lingering uh, things in my notes, if you don't mind me yeah, airing is. my grievances. Hit it. That's what we're All here right. for. So first, uh, as, as you may remember from the last movie, one of my major pet peeves is uh, Hulk leaping about mm-hmm. great distances. Uh as though he's some original power <laughs> Superman. Um but uh I think thankfully this is done off screen, but it's kind of preposterous that after his hulk out in uh in Brazil he ends up in Guatemala, which is four thousand miles away. So he apparently spent that entire night just b- bounding across South and Central America to that end up. That would be the most
0: fun ever! How could he to be, be angry?
2: Exactly. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, in the first movie, it's very clear that this is majestic as fuck, but somehow he's still super angry the entire time he's doing it. That would be um, so much fun. So, so that that's uh, very, very silly.
5: <laughs> I mean, like, I personally would just be going, Wee! yeah, exactly. the, Hulk, <laughs> the
4: Hulk is also a fear response, though, in some ways. So, like, maybe he's just really afraid of heights, mm. and that's the uh, problem.
5: Uh, <laughs>
1: did did, did anyone else find like, it incredibly ah, convenient that he happens to turn into the Hulk at exactly 200 beats per minute? Why wasn't it 203? Yes. Well, yeah, or yeah, doctors have Hulk established. Zero, does the gamma radiation work on the, t- the 10 uh, digit? Uh, yeah, d-
0: doctors have established system. that that's yes. the Hulk threshold. Uh, Any human uh, being whose th- heart rate yeah. crosses 200
5: becomes uh, a Hulk. Because
2: and th- and th- I mean, I, kinda, okay. I because something kind of appealing the idea, there's kind of about the There's something reality. kind of appealing about there being sort of a physiological trigger there, mm-hmm. but it also seems a little preposterous that, like, he can't, like, have foreplay with Betty because yeah. he's apparently going to get uh, too excited. But then at the end, he's doing cross-country running, which is apparently totally cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure running is going to okay, give you that, a higher heartbeat than, you know, some very slight making the out. Thing,
4: the, thing about the, Betty thing, the thing about the Betty thing, though, is that, like, maybe I just got too sciency on it, but I'm sitting there like, if his blood does horrible things <laughs> to Stan Lee his semen is yeah, going
0: so er, er, earlier yeah, this it's week be I, bad. to, to
5: yeah. be fair there's a spider earlier
0: earlier this week i, I felt like terrible because i heard a podcast uh, a a popular podcast called the flop house where they talked about uh, just how horrible it would have been for Leah Thompson and Howard the Duck to have sex with one another in Howard the Duck, and I felt awful because Nick Bester made that point I in graphic first. detail uh, well over a year ago, and I cut it out of the episode because we were still finding our way. It was our first episode, so Bester, if you have thoughts about Hulk sex now, feel free to air them.
2: No, that was kind of that was kind of the extent. <laughs> I had not. I, I thought very deeply about the uh, the mechanics of Howard the Duck sex. I honestly didn't think that much about uh, Hulk sex. Uh, but one thing well, I, I mean, did think about so, when they're trying to get to New York City, uh, Ross's military guys slash Hydra shut down like the bridge into New York City and they abandon their car. And apparently, hire some guy in a boat to take them into New York City. And I really want to know what the hell that conversation was, because that's got to be the shadiest fucking shit you could do. Hi, we want to hire you to take us into New York City. No reason. Just, you know, because... Oh, that's where
1: <laughs> they got the, uh, the the chain concrete weapon. They oh, stashed yeah.
2: it there yeah. earlier. There <laughs> you go, they carried it, it was dragging way. it around the entire time yeah. off screen. We didn't yeah, see it. Yeah,
0: we've also established uh, that at that point in the film they have like $40 cash on them as well, so it's not like they bribed mm-hmm. this guy. Maybe he just really wanted lip gloss. Yeah. Mm
1: uh um, you know what, Liv
4: Tyler? The answer is just Liv
1: Tyler. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like no. He looked at Liv Tyler and, yes. and was yeah, like, and "Okay." Said, and he's
0: hey,
2: like, he's you looks like
1: Steven Tyler." Yeah, are you a huge you, Aerosmith fan? Aren't you Joe Perry's yeah. daughter? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Tolkien fan. You look like an
1: elf. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll take the next what boat. If, what if New York? What if the lands to the west were just New York? <laughs> 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 I mean, can you, can you and prove that they're not
2: I don't think you can I don't think anybody here can prove that they're
5: yeah, uh, of Brooklyn yeah so
0: by by that rationale uh, Lord of the Rings takes place and like it uh, it? out way out on Long Island
1: no it's in the Azores actually oh I thought it was in Flushing <laughs> <laughs>
2: Middle Astoria the Azores,
4: really. Astoria
2: and then, uh, That's f- why they can't final, have Ian uh, Final two know. thoughts. I thought there was a, there's a very nice, kind of long, long, kind of found footage sequence when Blonsky first uh, breaks out, mm-hmm. and, like, we're on the street with the military guys as they're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Uh. And then all the goodwill of that really cool shot is completely destroyed by these two military guys <laughs> in a van, in a, uh, Jeep. Trying to shoot down the uh, the abomination, mm-hmm. and they fire it in a couple times. They're like, "This is not going to work." And they turn around and they open up this uh, this box with uh, like an RPG in it. Mm-hmm. And their responses are first, "Sweet," and then the guy firing it, a white guy, goes, "Booyah!" while firing it. I'm like, "God damn it! God damn it. Seriously?" Those are the guys this who are drinking the the surge. This is the you give these
5: characters. Booyah!
1: Why does it matter that he's white? I'm excited and he says, to be shooting
5: a rocket in a crowded it makes city it even a Flying monster. <laughs> okay. Wee! Yeah, we would have
2: been better. I like it's even dorky. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think that's about it for my little quibbles and uh, whatnot.
0: Well, I'm really, um. really proud that our conversation has gone an hour and a
2: half here.
0: Because uh, I thought there was about 30 minutes of meat on the <laughs> I, <was, zone. laughs> I was wondering if you were going to notice that. Yeah.
2: I... One day maybe we will actually uh, watch a movie where we go, oh, we're done at like 20 minutes in. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. I don't think it's going to happen at well. this point. It seems unlikely.
0: I don't know. We, uh, <laughs> no, we'll have a lot to say about X-Men Origins.
1: We haven't watched Punisher Warzone yet, so we, we
0: don't have. know what that's
2: like. Yeah. Uh,
0: believe, believe uh, that's I believe that's our that.
2: next one, actually. <laughs> yeah. we... I think we'll probably have a fair amount really? to say about that one. Yeah, if if only
0: referencing um, other Punisher
2: films. I probably don't have a lot to say about the Thor movies. The Thor movies are pretty boring, I think. Yeah. Um. Um.
4: But magic is science, Vester.
0: Dude, you... Uh, yeah? Okay, sure. You sounded yeah. like you were getting ready to launch into a <laughs> spiel. Um, but uh, you you can do that, or we can move into final thoughts, and it can be your final thought.
2: Yes, or your spiel could be a fine. I had
1: plot. no spiel. I don't know what spiel. I said that made it sound like that. Uh, you opened your mouth and went up with something uh-huh. about. Yeah. Oh, uh, I wasn't aware of doing that, but I do really like pizza, and I would like to know more about that pizza pizza guy whose name I can't remember. <laughs> <was
2: pizza>. uh, <laughs> oh, once that? again, I thought you meant the pizza hall. No, I thought you were talking about no, the pizza hall the guy who
5: owns the. <laughs> Every time we say Pizza Hulk, I just think about Pizza Dog from Hawkeye. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think about the Ninja
0: Turtles, and I think, dude, you, you've earned your Michelangelo stripes tonight. I was thinking of Pizza the Hut.
1: I was thinking of, uh, was it Samurai Pizza Cats?
5: Samurai Pizza Cats! Samurai Pizza Cats! <laughs> <laughs> samurai you playing Pizza at Cats. We are all hungry. And Have you guys seen those uh,
1: those Japanese Pizza Hut commercials where the the premise is that there is a Pizza Hut somewhere in Japan that is run entirely by cats?
2: No. Are you uh, sure this isn't amazing. Samurai Pizza Cats?
1: <laughs> I am absolutely sure because I was looking up Samurai Pizza Cats and found. No, I guess I'm not sure because <laughs> yeah, I did find see? it when I was looking up Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> Samurai Pizza Cats, Japanese cat, Pizza Hut commercial. <laughs> there we go. Just here we go. Here we go. Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> you guys can. You guys can talk. I, you don't need to wait for me. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going to be presenting I guess, anything yeah. visual to, yeah. the, I all, to the. I guess Dooja's final thought
0: was he would love to know more about the pizza guy who. Looked- <laughs>
2: Yeah, pretty much. I, I want to know. Uh, it was clear they had a they had a history. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I like to believe that this is a piece of guy he never there. met before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hi there, uh,
1: uh, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. So, I don't know. I, oh, sorry, dude. I didn't think that this movie was terrible. Uh, I didn't think that it was no. great. Uh, it had a lot of potential that uh, went unfulfilled, but uh, it was certainly an adequate film. No, I take that back, actually. This movie was really cliche and didn't do much interesting at all. But I did like most of the performances, except for Tim Roth, who I found oddly irritating.
0: Mm. Patrick, Lillian, whichever one of you wants to, to hit it first.
4: Um, yeah, I... I think my big thing is I was just... This might... Ah. <laughs> Seeing very weird visuals. Um, this might be, at least to date, like, I, I love Pepper Potts, um, but I think the interesting thing about Betty is, like, she she is more than a supporting character with this origin story change, and that's really interesting to me. Um, I think Tim Roth is trying very hard to explain a very illogical plot line. Um... Yeah, and I just I think it it it's very clearly a um, bridge film and a, and a liminal film, um, and doesn't entirely know what it is yet, and so it's fascinating as a piece of archaeology, but as a piece of entertainment, you can kind of turn it off with thirty minutes left, and you're okay. That's my thought.
5: Patrick, <laughs> I will uh, <coughs> I will say that like. This isn't a bad movie, and Lord knows we have watched movies that were more painfully awful to watch than this, um, and we will still. It's not great. It definitely has problems. I, I, I didn't walk away from it like being particularly angry about anything. You know, it, it kind of just sort of was, and you know, just as a kind of piece of historical archaeology. You know, this is the same summer where our idea of superhero movies gets radically changed by Iron Man, which came before, and by The Dark Knight, which came after. So, this movie feels like a bit of a relic to previous methods of making superhero movies, where you didn't really have to put that much effort into certain parts of it. You can just get away with it with lots of spectacle. Because of the IP. Exactly. If you're working
4: with, yeah.
5: You know, so you... You know, there's, there's nothing particularly bad about this compared to previous superhero movies. It's just that it's... You know, it's very similar. So, the thing about this movie is that it's... It's kind of a relic of an older time. It is a bridge movie, as they'll You know, this movie, at the end of the day, when you think about the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe, really only had to do one thing. And honestly, it was the final scene. Like, they had to do that. And they nailed that. So, in that regard, I consider it a success. As part of the larger sort of meta-narrative surrounding it all. Because it, this had to happen to get to where we were at the Avengers. Because, it, it like as uh, Stefan points out, we have two years until Iron Man 2 comes out. So, if they want to do what they want to do, if they want to make us excited about every single Marvel movie that comes out, they need to make it clear immediately that this is all connected, that this is a massive interconnection. And so from that perspective, I think that they should view The Hulk as a huge success because they got that, you know, buy-in from us immediately. You know, we get the buy-in, we're like, oh my god, this is actually going to happen.
4: Well, and this is where Marvel sort of starts to move towards the almost television model of producing movies, of, of being very aware and curating everything that you're doing to make sure that it connects, but... Even television shows have those episodes that are like, we have to, you know, check off this and this and this and this. Um, and they're awful. <laughs> um, so, but I don't think it started that way, so that's really interesting to look at. Yeah.
5: I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure this started as an Ed Norton passion project. And they kind of went in later and added S.H.I.E.L.D. and added Tony Stark. And so, in that regard, I think it's a massive success. I think as a film... It's kind of a throwback. Well,
4: and they might not mix very well. They might be <gasps> an abomination.
5: Bester. I also want to say how proud I am that I got through all of that with no real pauses while watching <laughs> Dooge's video <laughs> of tiny cats. I don't pizza think cats would make very good well, pizzas. So my focus is on point. Well,
2: they, we're not seeing we were them very well. Patched. We're not seeing them involved in the oh, actual, so maybe it's like, just administration
5: process. They're delivering
2: okay. the pizza. <laughs> And, you know, getting no. payday And all. Who's our cute little kitty?
0: Bester, do you have any non-cat-related Hulk thoughts? Okay. No, I don't. Do you have any cat-related Hulk, <laughs>
2: cat no. Hulk thoughts? Do you have any cat-related Hulk thoughts? Um, No Hulk cats.
0: I, I
4: have Never. to stop Hulk looking at this H- video, H- cats. It's very
1: distracting.
2: <laughs>
1: wait, wait, look at this one.
5: No, It's no, taking stop out it. the I'm trash. Not looking I'm not looking, not looking at it. Ah, no, you bastard. Um... If there ever was a time we wanted to make a video of us doing this... <laughs>
2: um, I mean, I think I'll I'll agree that, you know, this isn't... This certainly isn't the worst movie that we've seen, but it's probably... It's probably pretty decently high in the running for, you know, <laughs> boringest. I've definitely, I definitely checked out while watching this movie to... I mean, there's certainly been movies that I've checked out uh, before, but this one really seemed... So it, was, it really into that Would you say that. that this
1: was more boring than Electra?
2: Uh no, Electra was Electra was good. Wor- Electra was, was, was like bad yeah. shit. But there but there was something was there was something more. Shit, so was there was okay. something more incompetent about
0: Electra. Electra didn't feel like anyone's there's passion. There's something project. Gr- it felt like a contractual obligation.
2: Exactly. And there's something there's something fascinating and interesting about incompetent movies that you know a you know perfectly decent competent but boring movie is just a drag to watch in a way that you know a lot a lot of the bad movies that we've watched have been very enjoyable mm-hmm. uh, and this was not this well is awesome. definitely not an enjoyable movie it's uh, certainly of the MCU uh-huh. movies dead last for me and if if, you know, a uh, one minute scene with Tony Stark there uh redeems it uh, I'm not sure I agree with that. Uh when I could I didn't say to redeem no, it I,
5: I said it was the most
2: important oh, thing yeah, for Yeah it to no do. I think I think I I agree with that. I think uh and I, I think you know I think it's pretty obvious that this was that those kinds of connections were added in after the fact that, you know, they decided uh you know, we're gonna we're gonna take this risk. Uh, you know, they may n- they may not have even known if uh, Iron Man was gonna be a success by the time they added those in. I don't know. I can't remember how big a gap a there is months. between the releases. A uh, couple months. So it, it barely. So if it was a big enough gap. It might have been even added after Iron Man, but probably not. But maybe it was filmed during uh, Iron Man uh, concurrently. Uh, and those goddamn cats are still going. Uh, I've, I've been having to look away.
5: <laughs> no,
2: this They're one's there. the best. This one's the best. <laughs> Alright, I, I, see the rest of my, th- I, I Dude, see the rest the of my final thought to watch this. Okay, <laughs> fair enough.
5: Uh, th-
0: then while you are <laughs> delivering, uh, watching that cat, I'll deliver my final thought and not watch the cat. Um... <laughs> I I think, Buster, you made a point about how the the failures are more interesting than kind of the mediocrities, and I I think this is this is a serviceable film in so far as it accomplishes what it needs to do. If I were, well, let's back up. If this were a time when I had cable and were inclined to flip through channels, and I were flipping through channels, and this were on like I'm home for Christmas or something, and they're showing a 24-hour Hulk marathon, uh, I might stop and watch it.
2: <laughs> it's just, like, it just Ang Lee's Christmas Iron Man. Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alternating? Uh, it's Ang Lee's Hulk twice.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, that's the point I'm getting God, to. Like, no. I, I, c- I could watch this again, and I, I would not be particularly enchanted by it, but I wouldn't be put out or bothered by <laughs> so, it okay, uh, okay. In, in any real substantial way. Uh, Ang Lee's Hulk is a much more ambitious film. It is a catastrophic failure on almost every level, which I think we have established in a lot of the things that we watch and a lot of the things we enjoy should translate into watchability. But you would have to, like, waterboard me to make me watch Ang Lee's Hulk film again. Like, that is a goddamn awful film. And for as as mediocre as this is, well, and like, kind of, like, bland and inoffensive, and as much as it didn't register a real impression, I'd still watch it over that failure again. And I, I bear in mind, I think Roger Corman's Fantastic Four well, film a, is the best Fantastic Four film that's been made, so...
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I was about to say, it's a point of comparison, you know, remember how we oh, all God. felt about Rise of the Silver Surfer. Which you know is very incompetent, but I have never seen a movie make us all seem to give up on humanity and life so viciously <laughs> as yeah. the Prizes of Surfer did seem to do. Oh, who
2: can give up on humanity when there's kitties?
0: <laughs> and look, a real one. Uh,
2: um. Yeah. No. I mean, again, better than Ang Lee's Hulk is a very low bar. Uh and Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not Yeah. You know, I don't think oh, I don't I don't think it gets a lot of uh mileage out
1: of being better no. than that movie. I yeah, it's frustrating because there are a lot of things about Angley's Hulk that I did really like. Uh but yeah. it still managed to make a very long and tedious film. I can certainly understand why they would cut out well what did you say, like three hundred minutes at the beginning of this film?
0: <laughs> uh, I think it was a total of to- no, no, <laughs> they
1: did not count
0: five hours. It was a total of 70 minutes.
1: I
4: would see Edward Norton doing like,
1: that. I like oh, okay. the... I, why aren't, that's why isn't lot. that all on the DVD? I really
0: like the idea that this is... Uh, that's the, I really the like the idea that Ultra, this was, huh? like, the Eric Von Stroheim's greed of Marvel Comics films, and they just cut out hours upon hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, this was originally supposed I, I, I to be remember. a seven and a half hour long uh, epic, like, so and, and like Kevin Fe- Feige was like, "No, this is not where we're going to the MCU. We're not doing seven hour movies. Recut <laughs> it. Put Tony Stark in there."
4: And Joss comes back like, "Can we do?" a five No, no, hour guys, movie? you don't
2: we understand.
0: Do it's it? a tight okay. seven and a half hours.
5: <laughs> 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 ro- ro- roaring! I, I just with only two intermissions. intermissions. God,
1: imagine if it were—if it were like Jurassic Park, and every line of dialogue were important, and the movie just like kept up a constant pace, but for like six hours.
4: <laughs>
1: oh. uh, I couldn't handle that. It's
4: Bollywood. Back to, uh, Bollywood can do that. So, so
1: back to the Hulk, Iron Man, electrical engineering
5: detectives. <laughs> 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 Please go back to that. <laughs> I, I actually have one last thing I want to mention about the way the Hulk was visually depicted, because we don't actually talk mm. about it all that much aside from the flexing thing. And I kept teeth.
1: meaning to count his teeth. It seems <laughs> like he had too many teeth.
5: He's got a lot of teeth.
1: He's <laughs> also had a weirdly baby face. Yeah. Is that... I think it's because of the, the lack of neck. Is that, um, but anyway,
5: go on. What I was about to say is, one thing that noted is that, obviously, technology had advanced a lot between this movie and Avengers, um, Avatar especially Let them get all the Avatar hadn't been released to yeah. to do. Um, one, Avatar was like a year away Well that's my point It happens in between Yeah he's the saying Incredible this, Hulk It happens after the this And before Avengers Oh okay I mean performance capture
2: but but that Avatar was
5: pioneered still. a facial capture That The Incredible Hulk the It Hulk also would gave us a new Avengers.
1: source Of unobtainium To use on Avengers
5: <laughs> <laughs> Yes But The thing I was going to say was um, Banna and his Hulk I believe that they are the same person uh, Ruffalo and his Hulk look a lot alike Edward Norton's face Is the narrowest face of any human being On the planet So he always was very distracting when he turns into the yeah, Hulk right. And he doesn't have like a really narrow He looks, a lot, he looks a lot like
2: the Eric ba- Bana Hulk Honestly I thought he looked more like I thought this Hulk looked more like Eric Banna Than the previous movie I always thought it was like Eric
1: Bana. pronounced Eric Banna <laughs> Is it Bana? Everyone's saying banana. I have Banna. no idea
2: how it's pronounced. Well, these people are saying Bana, and I've never actually heard it said out loud. You okay. so say Bana, he says Bana. I'm sheeple. Potato P-Banna. Yes. Like Banna from heaven.
0: Okay, so I, th- I think we're done. <laughs> right.
2: Anyway. Wait, wait, wait! I wanted to hear more about the electrical engineer detectives. <laughs> no, that was uh, that was my Coming pitch for how they could
1: make a six-hour movie that is nothing but uh, nothing, nothing but uh, what's the nothing but climax? There we go. <laughs>
0: nothing but
2: climax. <laughs> it's just peak yeah. to peak
1: to peak. So, right.
2: so we circle back Chelsea. around to Hulk sex, is what mm-hmm. you're saying? Tantric, tantric. Nothing
5: Hulk. but climax. So for Cinemax, yeah. here. Uh, smash. Uh, ride our uh, our, our next our next Bolt film,
0: uh, as alluded to earlier, we are are going back for one more dose of punishment with Punisher War Zone, the third Punisher movie, mm-hmm. the third Punisher. <laughs>